electronic device, whatever you're looking at this morning. And you would turn with me to a couple portions of Scripture. Let's start with Genesis chapter 39. Genesis chapter 39, and um, let's go to verse 7. Genesis chapter 39. We'll read about Joseph. I've been reading this in my own devotions uh, about Joseph, the life of Joseph. Uh, but I want to start chapter 39 and verse 7. So if you found it, would you stand with me? Genesis 39. And verse 7 says, And it came to pass after these things, that his master's wife cast her eyes upon Joseph, and she said, Lie with me. And he refused, and said unto his master's wife, Behold, my master wanteth not for what is, what is with me in the house, and he hath committed all that he hath to my hand. There is none greater in this house than I, neither hath he kept back anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? And it came to pass, as she spake to Joseph day by day, that he hearkened not unto her to lie by her or to be with her. I want you to go with me now to the book of 1 Samuel chapter 17. 1 Samuel. Book of 1 Samuel chapter 17. I thought I had it marked. That's where my notes were. I pulled my notes out. Lost my place. 1 Samuel chapter 17. And this is the story of David and Goliath in uh, we're going to go to, um, uh, let's start with verse 15. But David went and returned from Saul to feed his father's sheep at Bethlehem. Am I in the right chapter? Probably am. Okay. At 1 Samuel 17. And um, just didn't seem right. And the Philistines drew near morning and evening and presented himself 40 days. That's verse 16. And Jesse said unto David, his son, take now for thy brethren and ephah of his parched corn, and these ten loaves, and run to the camp to thy brethren. And I'm going to stop there. What is the story of David and Goliath? And uh, Goliath going out morning and evening uh, before the host of the Philistines and before Israel. And, but I want you to go then to the New Testament, the, the Gospel of Luke chapter 4. And I'll tie them all together here in just a few moments. Luke chapter 4. <clears throat> and starting with verse 1, Luke chapter 4 and verse 1. And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being forty days tempted of the devil. And in those days he did eat nothing, and when they were ended, he afterward hungered, and the devil said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. And we'll stop there. I, I want to talk this morning about when the devil won't stop. When the devil won't stop. All right? Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we love you this morning. We thank you for your word. We know that your word is truth. Father, we need the anointing and the power of the Holy Ghost this morning. Give us open ears to hear. 
Give us open hearts to receive from your word. Challenge us, I ask you, and I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. What do you do when the devil won't stop? You know something about the devil is persistent. He is persistent. He's not worried about the world. He's got them. He's worried about you because he doesn't have you. And what do you do when the devil won't quit, when he won't give up? Look at the story in Genesis chapter 39 of Joseph in Potiphar's house. God was blessing Potiphar's house. The only thing that he couldn't have was Potiphar's wife. It makes sense. He didn't hold back anything but his wife. And Joseph knew that. And he knew it would be great wickedness, it says, for him to, uh, to lie with Potiphar's wife. But it says there, day after day after day, she came to him. Day after day, she tempted him. She wanted this young man. And day after day. You go to the story in 1 Samuel chapter 17, the story of David and Goliath. It says, for 40 uh, days, night and day, so morning and evening, Goliath came out and challenged the army of Israel. 40 days, morning and evening. 80 times, you take it twice a day, 80 times he presented that challenge to Israel. He said, if you will fight us, you defeat us, we'll be your servants. If, you de if we defeat you, you will be our servants. And it happened time after time. In Luke chapter 4, we find that, the, uh, that Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. For 40 days he was tempted of the devil. The devil is persistent, folks. He will keep working on you to wear you down over and over again. He's not worried about the world. He's already got them. It's you that he doesn't have. It's you that he's after. He goes about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He knows he can work and work and work on you. He is persistent. He is, pers he is patient. And he will keep on time after time after time. So what do you do? What do I do when the devil won't stop? How do I handle this? You may as well get ready. The devil is going to keep on after time, after time, after time. And what do I do when he's persistent over and over again? What you don't do is give in. <laughs> you know what? You don't give in. You don't, don't, you got to keep your guard up. Because the temptation is there. The temptation will be there every time you turn that computer on. And you look at something, how come that same advertisement keeps coming up? How come? That thing that you struggle with, it keeps haunting you. And time after time, it presents opportunity after opportunity, time after time. You know what, really, that's why the Bible says for our young people, remember your creator in the days of your youth. 
because so many older people, we bring all this baggage into our Christian life that we wish we didn't have. We've got all these scars in our Christian life that we wish weren't there, but our young people, you got the opportunity. You don't have to be like that. And so many times, the devil think, makes you think, oh, I've got to go out and I've got to do something really bad, so I have a testimony. The greatest testimony you can have is to thank God He's spared you. You don't have to know what it's like to get high. You don't have to know what it's like to get drunk. You don't have to know what it's like to shoot a, a needle into your arm. You don't have to have that in your life. And what is the greatest testimony is to be able to say, thank God that he spared me from all those things. Thank God he spared me from the heartache. Come on. Thank you. I got, I, I got a witness this morning. Thank you. You know what? But you know, when the devil's there and he's constantly knocking at your door, you resist the devil. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. And you know, sometimes it's just knowing what you already doing what you already know is right. Sometimes you've got to keep doing what you know is right. When the devil comes after you, he changes his strategy. You keep doing what you know is right. And you know something? I believe the devil is not as powerful as God. We've done this before in church. You know, we're opposites. The devil is not the opposite of God. God is all-powerful. But you know something? You're no match for the devil. You need the power of God to help you to resist temptation. I work with some. They like uh, oh, and they, they've got the habits. They're they're vaping, they're smoking, they're whatever. I'd like to quit this. And you know what I realize? Apart from the power of God, they're gonna struggle with that for a long time. It may happen, but I tell them, I said, you need God's help to get over that. You need God's help to be able to be strong enough to put that down to lay it down, to surrender it. Some people can. Some are able to. Most of the time, you need God's help. And so, when it comes to this, what do I do? When the devil won't stop, you don't quit praying. Come on. You've got to pray. You've got to keep praying. Sometimes people let, in, let the devil in, and the devil gets a foothold because you stop praying. You look back at that area in your life. What's gone wrong? It's because I let down on my prayer life. You've got to keep praying. It's hard to, res to, to give in to temptation when you're, you're in the victory because your prayer life is where it needs to be. Come on. I'm telling you the truth now. You've got to keep praying. When Jesus was in the wilderness. He was in the wilderness, and I believe that he was praying. You can't let down on your prayer life. And let me tell you something, too. You can't live on yesterday's experience. Well, yesterday I prayed for 15 minutes. That should be enough. No, you need to pray again today. You've got to keep praying. You've got to keep up on your prayer life because you can't live on last week's experience. Oh, but last Sunday I really got in, and I got blessed. You can't live on last Sunday's experience. You can't live on the last revival's experience. You've got to have something fresh and something new for every day. You can't stop. 
Don't let up on your prayer life. When you feel the devil coming and he's there on, on your doorstep day after day, just like Joseph, just like Goliath, just like the devil tempting Jesus in the wilderness, don't stop praying. You know what? God wants to, you to be in fellowship with him. And you need the strength that comes from having a prayer life. Keep praying. Next thing, find this in the life of Jesus. It's got to stay in the word, folks. Got to stay in the word. Jesus said, it is written. It is written. Time after time, the devil came after him. And he said, it is written. We got to stay in the word. It will help you. There is power in the Word of God. You've got to use the Word of God to fight the devil. You've got to. So not only do I need to pray, I have got to read God's Word. Stay in the Word. Sometimes probably. You can tell in an area of your life where, you know, how come the devil's fighting me on this? Because I've let down on my prayer life, but also I've stopped reading God's Word. There's strength. There's power in the Word of God, but you've got to open it. You've got to spend time in it. You've got to study it. You've got to read it. You've got to have it up there in your heart. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against God. Got to have it. I've got to point here, and it's in my brain, but I've got to have it in my heart too. It's got to be in both places. Jesus said, It is. Then also we find Paul said, put on the whole armor of God. You know, this is a battle. What you're facing is a battle. What do I do when the devil won't stop? It's because you're in the middle of a battle, and in a battle, you've got to have on the armor. You know, David fought against Goliath with a sling and some stones, but he didn't fight every battle after that with the sling. He was successful in that battle against Goliath, and all he used was a sling. He went to, to, to Saul's tent, and Saul had him try on his armor, and it was just, could you just imagine this little fella in this great big, this, uh, this big man's armor, and he said, I've not tested this. Not, I don't know that I could do it with this on, but let me stay with what I know. I know I can use a sling. I've killed the bear with the sling. I've killed the lion with the sling. But when he went out later against the Philistines, he didn't always use the sling. He moved to the armor. At one point, he used Goliath's sword. So sometimes you can't always fight the same battle the same way it was before. The devil comes up with a different strategy, and you've got to have on the whole armor of God. I've got to have my feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. I've got to have my loins gird about with truth. That's like a big belt uh, uh, that goes around your waist. And I've got to have my uh, uh, that that uh, uh, loins gird about with truth. I've got to have on the helmet of salvation. I've got to have on the breastplate of righteousness. I've got to have the sword of the spirit. I've got to have the shield of faith. Folks, over and over again, you got to make sure you've got the armor on. It's okay once in a while to use the sling. It's okay. But you advance to the armor. It will help you. 
over and over again. What do you do when the devil won't give up? What are you going to do when the devil won't stop? you got to keep praying. you got to keep reading God's word. You have to. You've got to put the armor on in order to fight that spiritual battle. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. But it's against principalities, against powers, against the spiritual wickedness or darkness of this world. And the world's not going to understand this. But as believers, we should. We really should. But then there's the last thing, is you've got to keep in fellowship with other believers. You really do. You know, if, if, you, if you take a coal away, and I don't know how many people even use charcoal anymore, but you take that one coal away from that fire, how long do you think it's going to stay warm? And how many Christians, they choose to remove themselves from the fellowship of believers, and how long does it take before you grow cold in your Christian experience? We need the fellowship of other believers. You know that? Because while I'm going through a difficult time, I'm experiencing something. You know what? There's others that are going through the same thing too. I'm going through a trial. I, the devil's after me, but you know what? There's other people in here. You're going through the same thing too. It's not just me. It's others. And we need the body of believers. We need other Christians and say, hey, hey, you know what? If I can make it, you can make it. You can do it. Hang in there. Don't get discouraged. But you know something? When you don't have, you remove yourself from fellowship with other believers, you don't have that. You know that? It's like you're out there fighting a battle all by yourself. But when you've got fellowship of other believers, you look next to you, and there's a brother or sister with me, and there's another brother or sister that's with me, and they're fighting with me. I'm not alone in this battle. I've got others that are facing the same thing. I'm not alone. I know. At that time, with David and Goliath, when you read in the story, David went out alone against Goliath. Goliath came alone. But you know something? They didn't fight every battle that way. Other times, he had a group of men that surrounded him. When they went different places, he had a group of men that fought with him. He was able to look on the one side. There's some with me. There's some others fighting with me. There's something about knowing you're not all alone in this. You need the fellowship of other believers. And it's amazing sometimes how that when things get tough, you got You've got good Christian people, and they quit. They just think God's forsaken them. God don't, no longer cares, and so they quit coming. And, you know, when things get tough, and you've got other people, when things get tough, they come back to church. And things get to going good again, and they quit. And what we need to realize, we need to be in God's house and fellowship with other believers all the time. Whether things are going good or things are difficult, we need the fellowship of other believers. So what am I going to do when the devil won't stop? I've got to keep praying. What am I going to do when the devil won't stop? I've got to keep in God's word. What am I going to do when the devil won't give up? I've got to have on the whole armor of God. What am I going to do? I'm going to stay in fellowship with other believers.
Folks, I believe it. If you've not experienced hard times, it's coming. It's not all smooth sailing. I don't know what you signed up for. I don't know what you what you expected, but it's it's a battle. And you know what? It's going to happen. The trial is going to come. The temptation is going to be there. And it may happen day after day after day. Don't get weary. Don't let down your guard. Stay strong. Hold on. You know what? I can imagine in our, our, our military, our armed forces, and they entered into a war, into a battle. They had no idea. They're like, oh, we checked this day off the calendar. Only 39 more days to go. They didn't know that. They didn't know. Joseph probably woke up and went to work this uh, day after day and didn't know whether Potiphar's wife would even be in the house, whether she'd be close by. He, he, he didn't know, but he kept going to work day after day. There was no calendar to mark off and thinking just, oh, it's half over now. There's no way of knowing that. Only God knows that. Hey, imagine the, the, the forces uh, between the Philistines and the Israelites didn't know. They weren't looking at the calendar thinking, oh, we got 20 more days and this giant will quit doing this. Maybe it would have gone on for 80 days if, if David hadn't stepped in and defeated Goliath. I didn't know when it's going to stop. You don't know when that battle's going to stop, but you've got to stay on your guard and don't give up. How many good Christians have been defeated because they got discouraged and they gave up? You keep fighting. Day after day, he's persistent. He'll be there. When you wake up in the morning, you know, I wish we could be so filled with the Holy Ghost and so on fire that when we wake up in the morning, the devil just trembles. Oh, no, he's awake. He's awake. Look out. You know, I wish we could be so so on fire for God and we could be, you know, that the forces of hell know when we're awake and they tremble. You know, I, I just think some of the early church was like that that the devil knew when they were awake because things are going to get rough now. You know, it's, we just need some backbone. We need some determination again. No, no matter what the devil sends my way, is it going to be easy? No. It's going to be tough. But that's when we're at our best. It should be. And you know something? We're not in this alone. God's fighting our battles for us. He's given us strength. He's given us a promise. You're not alone in this battle. He's there. He is there. Some of the times that the Israelites found themselves defeated is when they didn't consult God. They didn't consult God about it. Sometimes when they were going into the land of Canaan, and part of it, Joshua didn't pray. He didn't ask God's direction. And you know something? There were times, even when they were in, they were fighting battles, that all they had to do was show up. There was a battle when all they had to do, and God said, "You just stand back and watch and see what I'm going to do." All you got to do is be there. Just show up. You know that's the secret power that we have. We're not alone in this battle. You're not matched with the devil. You need the power of God. You need the power of God. In order to defeat the devil, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. I want every head bowed and every eye closed. Just a moment. And I wonder this morning, maybe there's somebody here. You say, hey, well, Jeffries, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. 
every day. It's a battle. I just need to be reminded of that. Every day, it's a battle. When I wake up in the morning, I just wonder what I'm going to face today. And I know the devil has been after me. And you slip your hand up and down and say, yeah, pray for me. Pray for me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There's hands that have gone up. Anybody else? Anybody else this morning? You say, I'm in the middle. It's warfare. And I just need to be reminded. I've let down in some areas. I've, I've kind of let down in my prayer life. I've kind of let down in my Bible reading. And, I, and I'm trying, and just sometimes I'm trying to fight this battle on my own instead of trusting in the Lord's strength. And you slip your hand up and down and say, yeah, that's me. That's me. Anybody else? That's me. Thank you. Thank you. God sees that hand. Father in heaven, you know every hand. You know every heart. You know, some have been in the heat of the battle. It's been difficult. It's been hard. They've been tempted maybe to even give up. Give them the strength to keep fighting. Give them the strength to keep going on. They know that the devil is their enemy. They know that this is this is his fault. Help them, the Lord, to stay in your word. Help them to keep praying. Help them, oh God, give them the strength that they need day by day. Help them to keep in fellowship with other believers. Help them to put on the whole armor of God. Day after day, they'll be able to fight this battle. Bring the victory, we pray, in each individual life that we ask. And we'll thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you come? Come on. Come on, church. Let's gather around these altars this morning.